My brothers and sisters, we begin with uh, some beautiful readings that uh, I think Brother Jason and Brother Ruben, did you pick out these readings? Very good. Beautiful readings. Um, so the first one comes from the prophet Isaiah. It comes toward the end of the book of the prophet Isaiah. And it comes right after the famous passage, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the lowly, to heal the brokenhearted, etc. Now the prophet Isaiah was talking at that time about the restoration of Jerusalem after the destruction at the time of the Babylonian exile. Jerusalem needed to be restored, the temple needed to be restored, the people of God needed to be restored. And then Jesus used this passage and, and quoted it at the beginning of his public ministry as a sort of a summary of his mission. Well, we know that the Spirit of the Lord is upon our brothers today, Brother Jason and Brother Reuben, as they profess their final vows. They will offer their lives to the Lord forever in our congregation, and the Lord will definitively consecrate them to himself today. So it's a beautiful, beautiful gift. And this beautiful passage that we heard this morning from the prophet um, reminds us of the Magnificat of Our Lady. I rejoice heartily in the Lord, and my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. And final vows is very much like a spousal relationship with our Lord. And that's what the, our brothers are doing today, giving themselves to the Lord forever. So we rejoice with them, and we, we, we know that they are feeling the joy of the Lord today. And then our psalm speaks about trust in God. Brother Reuben and Brother Jason, when, we, when you were young boys, I'm sure it was not in your uh, imagination that someday the Lord would lead you to this chapel today to make your final vows of profession to the Lord. I'm sure it was beyond what you were thinking. If I asked your families, they would probably say the same thing. If somebody had prophesied at that time, your little boy is going to be making his final vows in the marrying fathers and say, what are you talking about? But the Lord is full of surprises. The Lord uh, he, he, he is the unexpected, the God of the unexpected. And so uh, we thank the Lord for this joy. And I'm, and I'm sure it's clear in, to both of you that throughout your lives you've had challenges, you've had difficulties, you've had struggles, but through it out it all, you have placed your trust in the Lord. And so we can proclaim today, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom do I fear? The Lord is my refuge, my life's refuge. Of whom will I be afraid? And as you make this final commitment to the Lord today, uh, the Lord will truly be, he has been, and he will continue to be, and always will be, your refuge and your safe place to be with the Lord forever. And so we can repeat with the psalmist, one thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And Jesus once said, today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. And so we rejoice that you have made this choice and the Lord has called you to this choice um, and that uh, you're able to give that gift of yourself forever to him. And then we have the letter of St. Paul, beautiful letter. It's a beautiful blessing of God the Father. We're blessing God the Father for his goodness. And it describes God's plan for our salvation, that God the Father chose each one of us in Christ to be holy and without blemish before him. And of course, Mary in her immaculate conception is that model for us of holiness, of sinlessness. 
Jason and Reuben, also you were sealed with the Holy Spirit at the moment of your baptism. That means that at that moment there was an indelible mark, a spiritual mark, a spiritual character placed on you saying you belong to Christ. And that cannot be taken away. You belong to Christ forever. And now with this final vow of consecration, you are deepening that baptismal consecration. You are saying, I belong to Christ even more. I give my life to the Lord even more for him to do with me what he wills in our congregation. And we are an apostolic congregation, so we go where the need is greatest. So they will be sent forth to do the Lord's work. And so, and of course, we can't make ourselves holy. It's the Lord who consecrates us. So they will offer themselves today. They will kneel before the Lord and say, here I am, Lord, as they just said. Uh, and then the Lord will consecrate them. The Lord will give them that special uh, grace of holiness in, uh, in our uh, congregation. And then we have the beautiful gospel that we, you chose that comes from the Gospel of John, from the Last Supper discourse of Jesus. Jesus is about to go uh, to his passion. He's about to be leaving the apostles, so he wants to give them some final encouragement. And he, Jesus says that he loves us as... The Father loves him. We can't imagine how much God the Father loves Jesus. And in the same way, Jesus loves us. We can't imagine how much Jesus loves us. And he loves each of these brothers today who give their lives to him. And so he says, remain in my love. How do we remain in his love? Well, you soak in it. We just finished a, uh, a retreat here this past week. It was a beautiful retreat. We found out from uh, Dr. Mary Healy, a scripture scholar, that um, there, was a, there was a document that came from 200 years before the, the birth of Christ that was a recipe for pickles. Very interesting. And it said you don't just, you take a pickle and you dip it in vinegar. But the word that they used was baptized. You baptize it in vinegar, because at that time, baptism, the word baptize, didn't have a religious connotation. That didn't come till the time of Christ and John the Baptist. At that time, it simply meant to immerse, to dunk, to plunge. And you can't just put the pickle in the vinegar and then take it right out, because it doesn't work. You have to soak it in the vinegar. And this was all in that document. And so... <laughs> They have to soak in the love of God. That's what's needed. And there's a beautiful passage in our constitutions that is very apropos of this. It says, by the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, Mary ur urges the confreres to trust in the unlimited fruitfulness of the work of the redemption, to avoid all sin, to love purity of heart, to imbue life fully with divine grace and charity, and to so build up the church in unity that it be holy and immaculate. That's a beautiful sentence. I could spend all day unpacking that, but I only want to look at one small phrase there where it says, to imbue life fully with divine grace and charity. To imbue means to be permeated, to be saturated, to be soaked. So my brothers, as you make your final vows today and for the rest of your religious lives, I urge you to become sponges and plunge into the ocean of mercy. Spend time before the tabernacle. Spend time before Jesus in the divine mercy image. Spend time before the crucifix 
and immerse yourself, become soaked and saturated in divine grace and charity. Soak it in. And then you'll be able to share it with the world. Our founder, uh, St. Stanislas Papczynski, wrote our rule of life, the Norma Vitae, and in it he said that love must be at the heart of our religious institute. Our uh, superior general, Father Andrzej Pakua, who sends his greetings to everyone, has his doctoral dissertation finally coming out in English. I have been working on checking the translation for a long time. I talked about this last year during our formation retreat. It's finally coming out in English. I hope you'll finally read it. It's a beautiful book that talks about the spirituality of the religious life in connection with our charism, with our founder's writings in the early Marians. And in it, our founder, we find out from Father Pakua, when he was saying that love must be at the center of our religious institute, he wasn't just talking about us trying to be nice to one another. He wasn't just talking about mutual love and forgiveness. He was talking about divine love from God, the theological virtue of love. And when he wrote that at that time, writing a, basing a religious rule on theological divine love, it was a new thing. It wasn't something that had been done before. So what is he saying? He's saying divine love from God means that power from on high, power from heaven, has to be at the center of our religious institute. Our own efforts are not enough. And so, my brothers, be imbued with divine grace and charity. Share that with our congregation. Share that with the church. Share that with the world. And then the world will be transformed. We rejoice with you today as you make this final commitment of yourself and of you, as you join us, the ranks of those who have already uh, committed our lives completely to the congregation, to our Lord in this congregation. Very soon uh, we will be chanting the litany of the saints as we prepare for the, uh, the moment of consecration. We ask the saints to join us. Among that list, it's a long list of saints, but uh, there'll be others who'll be joining us as well, including, of course, Father Mark Garrow and Father Seraphim Mihalenko, our beloved brothers. They are no doubt here with us today, and they will be interceding for you as well. And may they teach you to surrender your hearts completely to the Lord, to give your lives completely to him, to allow him to be the Lord of your life as you live out your consecration and then be imbued with divine grace and charity and share that gift with the world. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. 
That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.